What's shaking fire nation? JLD here and welcome to another episode of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And this one's going to be different than any episode I've ever done before in the over 2000 episodes of Entrepreneurs on Fire. I'm going to share with you a speech that was delivered by Jeff Bezos. And the title of that speech is called What Matters More Than Your Talents. Now, I'm going to be doing a few of these episodes in the upcoming months. So definitely stay tuned. And please also let me know if you liked this episode and if this is something that was very valuable so that I will keep doing them if you like them. Or if I get an overwhelming response of, John, this was kind of crappy, then I'll stop doing them. It's really that simple. But I think it was super interesting. I think that this speech by Jeff and the other ones that I have lined up are absolutely incredible. Uh, The idea came to me actually from James Clear. He has a great email newsletter. I highly recommend subscribing to it. You can subscribe to it over at jamesclear.com. And he put together a bunch of famous speeches and great talks that I'm actually referring to for this. And that's again where my inspiration came from. You can find that at jamesclear.com slash great dash speeches. And again, today's episode is going to be Jeff Bezos's speech, which is called What Matters More Than Your Talents. So we'll dive into that when we get back from thanking today's sponsor. When it comes to hiring, you can save time and get more qualified candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, Fire Nation, let's dive right into Jeff Bezos's talk, What Matters More Than Your Talents. Uh, He delivered this to the graduates of Princeton University back on May 30th, 2010. As a kid, I spent my summers with my grandparents on their ranch in Texas. I helped fix windmills, vaccinate cattle, and do other chores. We also watched soap operas every afternoon, especially days of our lives. My grandparents belonged to a caravan club, a group of Airstream trailer owners who traveled together around the U.S. and Canada. Every few summers, we'd join the caravan. We'd hitch up to the Airstream trailer in my grandfather's car, and off we'd go, in a line with 300 other Airstream adventurers. I loved and worshipped my grandparents, and I really looked forward to these trips. On one particular trip, I was about 10 years old. I was rolling around in the big bench seat in the back of the car. My grandfather was driving, and my grandmother had the passenger seat. She smoked throughout these trips, and I hated the smell. At that age, I'd take any excuse to make estimates and do minor arithmetic. I'd calculate our gas mileage, figure out useless statistics on things like grocery spending, and I've been hearing an ad campaign about smoking. I can't remember the details, but basically the ad said, every puff of a cigarette takes some number of minutes off of your life. I think it might have been two minutes per puff. At any rate, I decided to do the math for my grandmother, and I estimated the number of cigarettes per day, estimated the number of puffs per cigarette, and so on. When I was satisfied that I'd come up with a reasonable number, I poked my head into the front of the car, tapped my grandmother on the shoulder, and proudly proclaimed, at two minutes per puff, you've taken nine years off your life. I have a vivid memory of what happened, and it was not what I expected. I expected to be applauded for my cleverness and arithmetic skills. Jeff, you're so smart. You had to have made some tricky estimates, figure out the number of minutes in a year, and do some division. That's not what happened. While my grandmother sat crying, my grandfather, who had been driving in silence, pulled over onto the shoulder of the highway. He got out of the car and came around and opened my door and waited for me to follow. 
Was I in trouble? My grandfather was a highly intelligent, quiet man. He had never said a harsh word to me, and maybe this was to be the first time, or maybe he would ask that when I get back in the car, I apologize to my grandmother. I had no experience in this realm with my grandparents and no way to gauge what the consequences might be. We stopped beside the trailer. My grandfather looked at me, and after a bit of silence, he gently and calmly said, Jeff, one day you'll understand that it's harder to be kind than clever. What I want to talk to you about today is the difference between gifts and choices. Cleverness is a gift. Kindness is a choice. Gifts are easy. They're given after all. Choices are hard. You can seduce yourself with your gifts if you're not careful. And if you do, it'll probably be to the detriment of your choices. This is a group with many gifts. I'm sure one of your gifts is the gift of a smart and capable brain. I'm confident that's the case because admission is competitive, and if it wasn't some signs that you're clever, the dean of admission would not have let you in. Your smarts will come in handy because you will travel in a land of marvels. We humans, plotting as we are, will astonish ourselves. We'll invent ways to generate clean energy and a lot of it. Atom by atom, we'll assemble tiny machines that will enter cell walls and make repairs. This month comes the extraordinary but also inevitable news that we've synthesized life. In the coming years, we'll not only synthesize it, but we'll engineer it to specifications. I believe you'll even see us understand the human brain. Jules Verne, Mark Twain, Galileo, Newton, all the curious from the ages would have wanted to be alive most of all right now. As a civilization, we will have so many gifts, just as you as individuals have so many individual gifts as you sit before me. How will you use those gifts? And will you take pride in your gifts or pride in your choices? Fire Nation, hope you've been enjoying this so far. We'll be right back after we thank our sponsor. Being an entrepreneur is like having multiple jobs at once. That's why it's important to leverage tools that do things efficiently. And when it comes to hiring, that tool is Zip Recruiter. But don't take my word for it. Meet Dylan, owner of Cafe Altura. Dylan needed a director of coffee, someone who could buy coffee beans, roast them, and taste them for quality control. This combination of skills made finding the right person challenging, and the job boards he was using delivered tons of unqualified applicants, making the process time-consuming. That changed when he switched to ZipRecruiter. Their candidate rating feature gave Dylan more control. He was able to review applications and quickly hone in on the most relevant candidates. Using ZipRecruiter, Dylan found his new director of coffee in a little over a week. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Fire. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I got the idea to start Amazon 16 years ago. I came across the fact that web usage was growing at 2,300% per year. I'd never seen or heard of anything that grew that fast. And the idea of building an online bookstore with millions of titles, something that simply couldn't exist in the physical world, was very exciting to me. I had just turned 30 years old, I'd been married for a year, and I told my wife, Mackenzie, that I wanted to quit my job and go do this crazy thing that probably wouldn't work since most startups don't, and I wasn't sure what would happen after that. Mackenzie, also a Princeton grad and sitting here in the second row, told me I should go for it. 
As a young boy, I'd been a garage inventor. I'd invented an automatic gate closer out of cement-filled tires, a solar cooker that didn't work very well out of an umbrella and tinfoil, and baking pan alarms to entrap my siblings. I'd always wanted to be an inventor, and she wanted me to follow my passion. I was working at a financial firm in New York City with a bunch of very smart people, and I had a brilliant boss that I much admired. I went to my boss, and I told him I wanted to start a company selling books on the internet. He took me on a long walk in Central Park, listened carefully to me, and finally said, that sounds like a really good idea, but it would be an even better idea for someone who didn't already have a good job. That logic made some sense to me, and he convinced me to think about it for 48 hours before making a final decision. Seen in that light, it really was a difficult choice, but ultimately, I decided I had to give it a shot. I didn't think I'd regret trying and failing, and I suspected I would always be haunted by a decision to not try at all. After much consideration, I took the less safe path to follow my passion, and I'm proud of that choice. Tomorrow, in a very real sense, your life, the life you author from scratch on your own, begins. How will you use your gifts? What choices will you make? Will inertia be your guide or will you follow your passions? Will you follow dogma or will you be original? Will you choose a life of ease or a life of service and adventure? Will you wilt under criticism or will you follow your convictions? Will you bluff it out when you're wrong Or will you apologize? Will you guard your heart against rejection? Or will you act when you fall in love? Will you play it safe? Or will you be a little bit swashbuckling? When it's tough, will you give up? Or will you be relentless? Will you be a cynic? Or will you be a builder? Will you be clever at the expense of others? Or will you be kind? I will hazard a prediction. When you are 80 years old and in a quiet moment of reflection, narrating for only yourself the most personal version of your life story, the telling that will be most compact and meaningful will be the series of choices you have made. In the end, we are our choices. Build yourself a great story. Thank you and good luck. So Fire Nation, again, that was Jeff Bezos giving the talk, What Matters More Than Your Talents, to Princeton University on May 30th, 2010. I found that speech very inspiring, and I hope it inspired a lot of people in that audience to go do great things and to be, let's just say, swashbuckling. (laughs) And again, shoot me an email, john at eofire.com. Let me know if you liked this kind of episode. If you didn't like this kind of episode, I love your feedback and will absolutely take it into account when I produce future episodes, either like this or not like this. So Fire Nation, hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you take a lot of this to heart. I hope that you know that I'm here for you, that Kate's here for you, that there are so many people that are here for you creating great, free, valuable, and consistent content. And I hope to catch you on the flip side. Successful entrepreneurs take advantage of tools that do things more efficiently. And when it comes to hiring, the tool to use is ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.